Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. EU leaders meeting in Brussels unanimously approved $54 billion in aid for Ukraine after Hungary dropped its opposition. NPR's Eleanor Beardsley reports the 27-member bloc is also discussing the war between Israel and Hamas. EU Parliament head Roberta Metsola said leaders agree that a permanent ceasefire in Gaza is a necessary step toward lasting peace and stability, as is the return of all hostages, she said, and the need for Gaza to be led by legitimate Palestinian representatives. It is possible to break uh, the cycle of history. Uh, a two-state solution can offer security to Israel and a perspective for the Palestinian people. The Biden administration is also pushing for a two-state solution, something Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has spent his career working against. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Paris. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin held a news conference today after returning to the Pentagon this week following his hospitalization for medical complications following prostate surgery. NPR's Tom Bowman has more. This is the first time we've seen Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin in the briefing room since he was hospitalized earlier this month, and actually the first time we've seen the Defense Secretary in the briefing room in nearly a year. He was moving very slowly, and uh, he addressed his health issue right away. He said he is getting better. He's on the mend. Austin, who faced criticism for failing to disclose his illness immediately, apologized again, saying he should have disclosed it sooner. Austin, meanwhile, discussed retaliatory actions against Iran-backed militia groups following the deaths last weekend of three U.S. service members in Jordan due to a drone strike. The trial of the mother of a Michigan school shooter continued today. Jennifer Crumbly is charged with involuntary manslaughter. As Alex McLennan of member station WDET reports, Crumbly testified in her own defense. Crumbly's 15-year-old son killed four people and wounded seven at Oxford High School in 2021. She and her husband, James, are the first parents to face such serious charges in connection with a school shooting by their child. On the stand, her lawyer asked her about messages from her son claiming to see demons in the months before the shooting. Crumbly says the communication didn't stand out to her at the time. He's been convinced our house has been haunted since 2015. It was built in 1920. Um, Around that time frame... Him and his friend would go down to the basement and play a Ouija board. On cross-examination, prosecutors will attempt to show Crumbly was grossly negligent. James Crumbly is still awaiting trial. For NPR News, I'm Alex McLennan in Detroit. Mortgage rates continue to ease again this week. The average rate on a 30-year mortgage dropping to 6.63%, down from 6.69% last week. Stocks gained ground on Wall Street today. The Dow is up 369 points. You're listening to NPR. The world of Formula One has been turned upside down today with the news that Lewis Hamilton will leave the Mercedes team at the end of this year's season. The sport's first and still its only black drivers joining Ferrari in 2025. Here's Adam Bierne reports. Lewis Hamilton only signed his latest contract with Mercedes last year, but now he's using a release clause to leave them after the 2024 season. The 39-year-old is the sport's joint most successful driver, with seven world titles to his name. Hamilton won six of those with Mercedes, but the team has been struggling since rule changes in 2022. 
Now, the British driver is heading to the most famous team in Formula One, Ferrari. There, he'll have the chance to eclipse the man he's tied with for world titles, Ferrari legend Michael Schumacher. The move also provides Hamilton with a new platform for his activism. He's long called for the sport to become more diverse. Adam Bierne, NPR News. Fitness company Peloton has seen its share price hit new lows after it posted another large quarterly loss. The connected fitness company that makes bikes and treadmills saw major gains during the coronavirus pandemic, with people stuck at home but has since seen those gains erode. For its latest quarter, Peloton says sales fell 6% from the same period last year and 34% from two years ago. The New York-based company hasn't posted a quarterly profit in three years, saw the value of its stock fall more than 20% today to $4.27 a share. Crude oil futures prices moved lower. Oil down more than $2 a barrel to $73.82 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.